In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing a concept called identity-based habits. Without identity-based habits, it's going to be very difficult to get long-term change. You'll change your nutrition, you'll change your exercise, you'll lose weight in the short term, but then you'll always revert back to your existing behavior, your existing identity, if you do not incorporate identity-based habits. I hope you enjoy. How do you create a life that allows you to lose weight, eat the foods that you love, and sustain the results? Over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of people do exactly that. I'm Max Lowry. I'm an author, personal trainer, and weight loss coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share my top tips and tricks from within my one-on-one coaching program. It's my goal to give you the tools and understanding so that you never diet again. Identity-based habits. Let's get into it. So it's really important that you guys understand that, and you might remember this from the graduation webinar, right? If you do, that's great. I want to talk about it even more, right? So there are three layers of behavioral change. You've got processes, outcomes, and then you've got your identity, right? And you'll see how the outcome is like the outer layer, the process is the middle layer, and the identity is the center of it all. So outcomes are concerned with changing your results, losing weight, improving your relationship with food, or getting fitter. It's the end result. Okay, It's your goal. What is your goal of being in the sustainable results community? It might be that you want to lose some weight. Okay, That is your outcome. You want to get fitter. That is your outcome. You then have your processes. Okay, So how are you going to get to your outcome? So this level is concerned with changing your habits and systems, implementing a new routine in the gym, tracking your calories, following the 80-20 principle, you know, incorporating what I suggest to get you to your goal. So those are the processes. Like How are you actually going to get to your goal? And most fat loss and fitness programs will only focus on these two layers. And that's fine. You know, if you do incorporate some processes uh, that are kind of intelligent, relevant, you know, smart goals, if you remember, we've got smart goals, which are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timed, right? Those are smart goals. So if you're incorporating uh, something that is relevant for you to get you to your smart goal, then you can get results. And I'm sure many of you have potentially incorporated fat loss and fitness principles. Maybe you did some kind of program, maybe you've had a personal trainer before, and maybe you hit your goal, but now you're obviously you're back in this group. Now you've been through a five-day challenge because just focusing on processes and outcomes will not get you long-term sustainable results. And most beliefs, assumptions, and biases you are you hold are associated with this level. For example, I'm not a runner is uh you know what I hear a lot, or I can't do this because I don't have the time to do this. You know, these are stories, these are beliefs that you have about yourself. And if you don't address these, then you're not going to get sustainable results. Because what's going to happen is, you know, you could incorporate some kind of fat loss uh, advice, all right? You know, you're on a program, but you manage to kind of incorporate what you are told for a period of time, which gets you a result, but you don't really believe you are a fit and healthy person, okay? And this is really important. You're just incorporating some habits to try and get you to a goal, whereas you need to fundamentally have a shift on who you believe you are. If you always believe you have been the chubby one or you, you know, I hear all the time, oh, I am an emotional eater. I am an emotional eater. Like if you say those things, then you believe them and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And once you start to really focus on this and really start to shift your beliefs about yourself, then you're actually going to become that person. It's really powerful. To summarize, outcomes are about what you get. 
processes are about what you do and identity is about what you believe, right? You need to focus on these three layers of behavioral change. Identity-based habits are the key to sustainable results. And I like to use this example of a smoker. So imagine two people resisting a cigarette, right? So imagine two people are trying to quit smoking. They're offered a cigarette, right? Person number one says, no, thanks. I'm trying to quit. That sounds like a reasonable response, but this person still believes they're a smoker. They're hoping their behavior changes while still believing they're a smoker. Then we've got person number two who is offered a cigarette and responds, no, thanks. I'm not a smoker. Okay. So very subtle difference. No, thanks. I'm trying to quit. And no, thanks. I'm not a smoker, right? Smoking was a part of their former life, not their current one. This is a very small difference, but it has a massive impact because person number two no longer identifies with being a smoker. In my example, I used to work in nightclubs in London. I then worked in finance as a stockbroker, which was more partying, drug taking, alcohol taking. My nickname was Party Boy at one point. All right. And that was my identity. That was who I believed I was. I was the life and soul of the party. I was entertaining. I was abusing drugs and alcohol. And obviously after a period, quite a substantial period of time doing those things, I no longer, you know, it began to affect my health. It began to affect my mental health more than anything. And I wanted to get myself out of that. And it took a long time, but it's only once I actually started to shift my identity to a person who is, you know, healthy, loves exercise, loves the outdoors and, you know, that kind of thing until I shifted my identity. Really quick one for me, guys. I don't run ads on this podcast and I do aim to give you as many high value tips and tricks as I can for free. All I ask in return is that you help me spread the word. That way I can help as many people as I can to never die again. The way to do that is to rate, review, and share this podcast. A review will only take 30 seconds, but it would mean the world to me. But more importantly, it could help change the life of someone else. Only once I did that did I actually get those long-term results to the extent where, you know, yes, I have friends that still party and take drugs and drink alcohol, but I can go into those environments and I'm not tempted because it, I don't associate myself with who that was, right? In respect to you uh, in the sustainable results community, if you are telling yourself the story that, you know, you've tried everything and nothing works for you, then it's going to be very difficult for you to su- succeed. If you still see your, yourself as the chubby one who is an emotional eater, then it's going to be very difficult for you to get those long-term results. You need to actually start believing that you love being staying active because of how it makes you feel. You love eating healthily because you're nourishing your body and you love staying, you know, doing things that are right for you. So here are some more examples, right? The goal is not to run a marathon. It's to become a runner. And this is really powerful because maybe some of you in this group, and I know I've had a lot of clients who've come to me who they ran a marathon, they did everything. They, you know, they trained for it. They lost weight doing it. But as soon as they hit their goal, as soon as they ran the marathon, they reverted back to their existing behavior. The weight came back on, they stopped exercising because they didn't focus, you know, rather than just focusing on the goal, it's important to focus on who you want to be. So the goal is not to run a marathon, it's to become a runner. The goal is not to walk 10,000 steps, but it's to become someone that loves walking, that doesn't go a day where they're not getting some steps in. The goal is not to cook from scratch, it's to become a healthy eater, it's to become someone that loves cooking and loves every aspect of food. The goal is not to train three times per week, it's to, be, but to become someone that loves exercise, all right? 
so I've got a broken ankle right now and I'm still training three, four times a week because of how it's a part of who I am. It's part of what makes me feel a human being. How do you start to incorporate identity-based habits? That's a simple two-step approach. Number one, decide the type of person that you want to be, right? And then number two, prove it to yourself with small wins. Let's go back to number one for a second. Decide, okay? You have to make a decision. It is a decision. Are you someone that believes they're an emotional eater, that believes they have tried everything and nothing works for them, believes that they have always been the chubby one? Or are you going to decide to be the person that gets results, to be the person that changes who they are, changes their identity? And then prove it to yourself with small wins, right? So I don't mean go and run a marathon. I mean, if you are looking to start running, and I would stress running is quite high risk. If you have weight to lose, if you don't enjoy running, don't run. If you do enjoy running and you want to get back into running, you want to become a runner, then run for five minutes today. You know, then two days later, run for 10 minutes. Prove it to yourself with small wins. Small wins. Doesn't have to be massive wins. All right. Very simple two-step approach. One extra little tip, which I like to give, and I really appreciate it's a bit more difficult during lockdown. Along with shifting your identity, it's also very important to surround yourself where your uh, desired behavior is the norm. Okay. So for example, if you want to get into walking and you want to really start walking longer distances, go and join a walking club. Okay. If you want to get into healthy eating and really caring about where your food comes from, you know, go and join uh, group cooking classes or something like that. All right. So putting yourself in an environment where your desired behavior, your desired habit is the norm is really, really powerful. Because what you can find is if you're in an environment of your usual friends, your family who perhaps, you know, have a poor, poor relationship with food as well, who drink too much alcohol, who don't exercise. If you're trying to change your habits, change your identity, but you're surrounded by people who are going to keep you where you are, it's going to be very, very difficult. So really focusing on who you're spending your time with is really, really powerful, right? So in respect with me, at the moment, my sole focus is to become a high altitude mountaineer. So I've joined the local French Alpine Club. I'm surrounding myself with people who have already achieved those things where that kind of behavior, those habits, those goals are normal and I can learn from them. Whereas obviously amongst my friends, they a lot of them think I'm pretty crazy for going and doing the things that I do. They don't understand it. They're still my friends. They don't have to understand what I want to do. But yeah, really, really powerful. All right, guys, have a great day. Hopefully this has been useful and I will chat to you later. If you would like to go deeper into any of the topics of this podcast and learn the exact same step-by-step system, which I use with my coaching clients, then make sure you check out my free definitive guide to fat loss. It will teach you everything you need to know to lose weight, sustain the results and live life to the full. It's linked below in the notes beneath this podcast.